welcome to season two of Shades of J. I am so excited. I um I know I've been missing in action is what it feels like. Um nonetheless, I've just been working and trying to rebrand and get everything together. Um, but I am glad to be back, you know. Um, if you are new here, this is a lifestyle podcast, but you know, this season, I want to make it clear that although this is a lifestyle podcast and by lifestyle, I literally mean your lifestyle, you know, there's fashion lifestyle blogs or podcasts and stuff like that or whatever, but this one's genuinely the core of you. That's what I mean by lifestyle, but this is also uh, spiritual wellness that's the route we're taking for season two um so i'm really glad that if you returned you know welcome back if you are new here welcome my name is aliyah j and i am the host of shades of j without further ado i do just want to step right into the first episode so let's go this first episode is just uh i mean honestly we're, we're we're getting right into it on this one um i've been having a lot of time to reflect um I newly work from home and so I have been reflecting about life and this life and just all that is going on and I'm like man there's so much going on you know I I think we can all attest to there's really a lot going on in the world and so I really wanted to make it absolutely clear that it's not just you I think everyone on earth if you're alive today in this moment and in this time can attest that there's a lot going on but nonetheless y'all know me I don't come with the negativity we already see the negativity I'm coming with the solution I'm one of those people that is almost like I've been groomed um you know, by the Lord to, okay, Leah, this is what's going on, but what's the solution? So, you know, I have, I've been having a lot of people come to me with their situations and their issues. And I, while I am flattered that I am trusted, don't come to me if you're not looking for a solution. You know, my mother-in-law, she's not literally my mother-in-law, but we speak in those things into existence. But, you know, she, she let me, um, she never lets me complain for too long (laughs) and one time I told her and by the way just a backstory on her she's a very 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 strong lady but um you know even if things are bothering this woman you would never know she's just so strong she's just literally built different for real like that little saying we're not cut from the same cloth I don't she is cut from the cloth of Girl, I can't even explain it to you guys, but I I was really down bad one day and I'm telling her like, I'm just, you know, going through all my issues or what I thought would were issues. And she just was like, okay. Um, and so what are we going to do moving forward? And such this just calm mom like voice. And I'm like, moving forward. Like, girl, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about moving forward. I'm here to tell you how I'm feeling. Like, this is, I haven't even thought that far. I'm not, I'm processing. I'm not even in the, (laughs) what are we going to do to fix this? I said, you know, you never let me complain. Like, you never let me be sad. You just never let me cry. Her husband is hilarious because, and I love them dearly. Um, 
you know, they're my parents away from home because I don't live actually in the same state as my own parents. But, you know, her husband is he's very soft and he's gentle with me and he lets me cry. But what I can say for the both of them is they both are always looking for how I can better myself um but her husband he's more gentle about it and she's not it's not that she's hard she's a realist and I appreciate I need someone like her in my life so when I said to her I said you just never let me complain you never let me just have my moment she said no 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 it's not that I don't let you complain she said no 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 she said you're right I don't let you complain she said I'll let you vent but then at some point like you have to get it together (laughs) in so many words you know that wasn't exactly what she said but that's what she meant and it clicked a light bulb went off in my head and I'm like you're right because the last time that I sat in my own mess and let it attack me that's all it did feeling bad for yourself does not do nothing for you it literally just sits there and it attacks you that's it you feel what I'm saying it's nothing necessarily there's no there's no benefit to feeling bad for yourself there's no benefit to complaining all the time there's no benefit fit to not moving forward when you just kind of sit there and wallow i call it the wallow in your sorrow type vibe it's like dead it's for the birds what are you doing what are you doing to move forward so if you are hearing this podcast what are you doing when you get done complaining or crying or being angry or processing you know what are you exactly doing to move forward and just going back to all that's going on today in today's time it's just depressing it's a point that I wanted to make and if you're new here this will be news to you but if you're not and you're a family of the shades of J family um or you're a part of, I'm sorry, the Shades of J family, and you have been, you'll know that I am a believer. And on this podcast, I will talk a lot about God. And I will make it clear that my faith rests in Jesus. I am a, um, I don't want to say a spiritual woman. I want to say I'm faith-based. And I haven't always been like that you guys I have not this is about two years in making you know I'm still a a babe in Christ but the one thing that I will make clear over and over and over again this won't be the first or last time that I say this on an on an episode is in in this season and in this time if you're not rooted in something you're gonna fall for anything and to be more specific, if you if you don't know who Jesus is in this moment and in this time, you will definitely fall victim to any and everything. Because the only thing that's sustaining me during a pandemic, during all the chaos that's going around the world, is Jesus. I don't blow wherever the wind blows, you know, just because I cut on the news and they say this. So now, oh, they said this. Let me let me blow this way. You cut on the news again or you get on social media and you see that. Oh, let me blow this way because because I could it's 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 so evident who who believes and who doesn't. Because those who believe it's not that we're not afraid, but we're sustained and we're rooted in something bigger than us. Because what's if you're not rooted in something bigger than you, then this is going to make you fearful because it's bigger than you a pandemic 
a global pandemic is bigger than you. But see, when you're rooted in the Lord, it breeds a different type of strength. And it, it God, ever since I've given my life to him, has been blowing my mind. Um, but this, I know and knew that I'm a strong person. I've always known that about myself. But this type of strength that the Lord is just embodying in me is it's a different like level, you know, and I'm seeing it for what it is so perfectly. It's just like I'm almost it's almost like God. Um, and I, again, I'm not follow me, you guys. I'm not saying this because I think I'm better than anyone or I got magical powers, but I'm almost looking at this from a bird's eye view. So it's almost what I want to say to you guys is it's not what it appears to be. It's not what it looks like. Sometimes you got to look at things from a bird's eye view. And people laugh at me when I say everything is spiritual. You come to me, you if you are going to come to me with your problems, which I seem to be, again, the person that I wouldn't even say people come to me with their problems. I would just more say my the people that I love and care about. If they open up and vent, I'm immediately, my mind immediately goes to a spiritual place. I'm not even looking at things worldly anymore. If you are a believer, this, you know, I hope, like, I, I hope that, that this makes sense to someone who walks with Jesus. You feel what I'm saying? Like, on a, on, on a, on a spiritual level, everything just looks different. Everything feels different. You feel what I'm saying? And so, when, when, when. When you're looking at this spiritually, it's easier to identify what you're up against. So like one of the things I want to touch on this morning, and I know I'm just right out the gate with it, but one of the things I really do want to touch on this morning is depression because depression is running rampant right now. Like everybody's depressed or at least it is what it seems like. And I've gone through depression heavily. Again, if you're new here, I feel like I shared my story about when I was depressed uh, about five to six years ago. I had a battle with depression. Nonetheless, God is great. He got me through that. But um, when you go through something or when something has happened to you, it's easier to identify it on somebody else. So I identify with people who have or are depressed. I see it immediately. You don't even have to tell me. I see it for what it is because I was once there and I believe that that's why God allows people to go through certain things even if those things are uh terrorizing or give you PTSD or you know are not things that you want to visit revisit and let me just say that the past is one of those things where it might be a touchy subject but it breeds strength and it should breed um it, it, it should breed or give you that hope it should motivate you you know uh i will say on this journey that i'm walking with my faith-based journey a lot of the times i will look back but i don't like to look back to be like oh you know whatever and when i do start having those moments of i'm looking back to just i guess almost be like i miss certain things um i'm quickly reminded that the past is only there 
to for many different things but for me I would say that the past is the past it's happened it's written how are you going to respond to the past are you going to let it control you and manipulate you are you going to let it cripple you and uh destroy you like what are you how are you utilizing your past you know and for me it's like I utilize the past to keep going because I don't want to go back there but see when I see people depressed I'm not triggered anymore because I am healed from what uh from 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 in my mind the spirit of depression lord please protect me when I say this um but I would say that when I encounter someone who is currently depressed, it does break my heart. Um, Don't get me wrong, but I know that that's a temporary thing if you let it be. Now, if you want to prolong your depression, this is why going back to the story I began with, with my mother-in-law, it's not about what happened to you it's about how you are going to respond and how are you going to push to move forward you know how are you going to get up and and put your big girl panties on or 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 put on your your warrior outfit however whatever metaphor you got to use to get up use it and go like how are you going to uh, let's not even talk about the the going let's just talk about how are you going to get up you got at some point you you have to respond to depression so now looking at this from a spiritual point of view i'm looking at it like i realize depression's not a a, a mind game or a, like a i don't know i feel like people almost you go to if you were to go to like a psychiatrist or you are speaking with your doctor and you're 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 giving them all these symptoms and they're like oh yeah we're gonna diagnose you with depression they diagnose it as if it's a worldly thing like as if it's almost like i'm trying to think of like some type of sickness like like a cold you know oh yeah you just have a cold but they don't give you the steps on how they tell you to come and talk, come talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And you can only talk so much. The talking helps you get up. But how am I going to proceed moving forward? So then boom, it hit me. Depression's a spirit. That's why it's everywhere. Like you can't, not everybody has the cold. You feel what I'm saying? Not everybody has chicken pox. Not, you know, these things they treat it they treat depression like it's that but it's not it is a spirit you get what i'm saying and so when you can identify there's that word again when you can identify what something is you have some fight back you can fight back you 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 have i when i was depressed i didn't know it was a spirit at all you know and i'm looking back and i'm like what the I was getting whooped by the spirit of depression. I was, and if it, it was for the grace of God and the grace of God alone that I even got out of that situation. Because had God left me alone in that situation to fight for myself, I would have died. Duh. Like people that might sound like a joke to you or like Aaliyah, really, you're kind of being extra. But no, I'm serious. I, that I would have died if it was not for the hand of God coming through and releasing me of that bondage. But see, here's the thing. God put me in a place and he got me to a point where he made me realize that Aaliyah, this is a spirit. It's not anxiety. It's a spirit. It's not depression. It's a spirit. 
It's not that you're crazy. It's a spirit. You feel what you feel. You know how you feel. Don't let people make you feel like you're crazy. See, when I was depressed, I thought I was tripping. I thought I was crazy. Granted, I was tripping, but I was not crazy. You know, that thing, it, it, depression, it, it, it pretty much, I cannot think of the word. And I'm, oh, I feel like I'm almost going to say this word wrong, but it's like, I'll, I'll just say crippling because I don't want to use the wrong verbiage, but crippling, it's crippling. And it's so prevalent right now. I see it everywhere. I see it. I'm like, wow. And because people are not identifying this on a spiritual level, but they're identifying with it almost like it's just, okay, it'll go away. Or I I have no fight. I don't know what to do. Or they're identifying with it like, you know, it's just something like the chicken pox is it's here today, but, it, you know, I just got to do this and it'll go away. No, let me explain something to you. If you are not rooted in Jesus Christ himself, it's going to be hard to battle with this. It's going to be hard. And that does not go to say, because see, God got me out of a situation when I didn't believe in him. So I'm not here to say that if you don't know who Jesus is, oh, well, you lost. No, that's not what I'm saying at all, because God's grace, it's, a, it's sufficient enough to sustain you, even when you don't believe or you don't know what's going on. I mean, like, really, when you're depressed, are you thinking about who, who the Lord is? Not necessarily. I wasn't. There was no fight in me. But God. Right? But God, that's my favorite saying, but God, you can add whatever after that. But God, if you're listening to this and you are battling with depression, and that means, you know, some people don't realize they're depressed till it's too late. That's, that's how it works. It's sickening, right? And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm like, damn, mm-hmm, yeah, it's you don't know you're depressed until it's too late and I won't say too 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 late but you don't realize until you realize you're in the matrix but how do you get out the matrix if you woke up in the matrix it's not a sickness it's a spirit and if you want to call it a sickness it's a spiritual sickness It is a demon attacking you. It's attacking your mental so bad that it's attacking the way that you respond. It's attacking the way that you, it's attacking your belief system. It's attacking, you can't even, you can't even think, you know, it's attacking the way you communicate. It's attacking the way that you love. It's attacking your logic because logically you might be staying in certain situations. You have no business staying in, you know, it's crippling you it's trying to break you until it gets to the point where that's literally why you know and this is a touchy subject I'm also a suicide survivor I survived twice um and again it's not that sorry just bear with me looking back not knowing what I was battling and what I was up against. Um, That's why people can actually take themselves all the way out because it's meant to kill you. The spirit of depression, the spirit of anxiety. It's meant to rip you apart from the inside out. 
until you just feel like you have nothing left. My question to you is, how are you going to respond? For me, God got me out of that situation. And my response without before I realized what was going on was I had to choose to myself. So um, even if you're not necessarily in the position to fight this thing head on, what people are you going to remove from your life? What situations are you going to remove yourself from? Who are you going to start telling no to? What are you going to start saying yes to? What are you going to start feeding your spirit, man? Because see, a lot of people out here lying, talking about they're living their best life, and they're not. Yeah, your flesh, the outside of you, the pretend you, your avatar is what I want to call it. Your, your, your avatar, who people see on social media, or even who people see in real life. It's easy to mask how you're really feeling on the inside. That version of you is living its best life. That's why you can be go you can you can be dep- as depressed as you want to be and go out and about and enjoy yourself. You know? But as soon as you get home alone, the world comes crashing back down again. Why? Cuz you took your mask off. You're in your home, you're comfortable. Please take note, you are not living your best life if you are living in bondage spiritually. I'm going to say that again. You are not living your best life if you are spiritually in bondage. What am I saying by that? If you are spiritually depressed, if you are spiritually anxious all the time, if you are spiritually angry, you know, you, you there, there, there's so much hate and like bitterness in your heart. If you are still holding on to something that happened to you 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago and you can't let it go and it just angers you. Even if somebody brings it up 10, 15, 20 years later, you're still upset about it. It still is hurting you. It still is a touchy subject. That is called bondage, people. You are bonded to these negative things that may have happened to you. You are not living your best life. I've learned in these two short years, almost three, of knowing who Jesus is, that I was never living my best life. Because a life without him is not a life at all. You're dying slowly. I, I, I used to hear people say, I would rather you shoot me in the head than burn me alive. Why? Because it's quick. It's more quick. It's painless. You know, you don't even necessarily really know. But you see, if you're burning alive, it's slow. It's torture. You feel every ounce of the pain until your body gives out. That's depression. And that's a life without Jesus. You're dying, but slowly. I, at a point, was dying slowly. And he came in and he shifted my whole entire belief system. And made me understand that, Aaliyah, I allowed you to be depressed for however many years. I allowed all those things that happened to you for this very reason here. So that you could identify with other people who are depressed and tell them, you're not alone. It's not just you. And you are not crazy. 
but you will get through. And it's not about how you get knocked down. It's about how you get back up. I know to most of us, that's a cliche saying, but that's the truth. How are you going to respond? How are you getting back up? How are you fighting back? What are you rooted in? What are you tied to? You cannot be happy when your spirit is not happy. Another thing I'm noticing a lot of people are battling with what to believe and what not to believe. For me, if it ain't Jesus, I don't want to hear it. I just, just what it is. I don't even care. I don't want nobody to, and this, and uh, let me be careful when I, when I say what I'm about to say, because me, me, me personally, like I don't care about your, your crystals. I, I, I don't care about the sun is rising and the moon went left. And so I'm in this house and that's why my I'm anxious because the sun went left on the third day of the right of the moon or whatever the heck y'all be talking about. I don't even understand it. it if it don't have nothing to do with Jesus, I don't want to hear it. I don't even care. People really be thinking they preach or something to me and I'm just sitting there the whole time like death. My spiritual ears went off. Be careful of what you allow to enter your ear gates. Be careful of what you allow to enter your sentiment. Not every word is a good word. Not every piece of advice is a good piece of advice. Some people are rooted in evil things be careful what you take heed to what you listen to what you see what you allow to enter inside of your body because it it's it's you opening without realizing it this may not be intentional but it's you opening portals to certain places that you didn't realize you were opening and now you are starting to feel attacked and, and you're not under, see, this is why I'm telling you, I don't look at things in a worldly manner anymore. I'm looking at everything spiritually because when, when you start feeling down, see, a lot of people be like, a lot of people can identify something's wrong, but they can't exactly identify what it is. They just know something's wrong. I'm, I feel off. I'm going through it, but I don't even know what it is. They, they search all parts of their life it's not my kids necessarily like yeah they get on my nerves but I can deal with that it's it's not even necessarily my job you might hate your job but it's not that you know it's 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 something it's deeper it's those portals you have opened up y'all might think I'm being too deep on here this not this may not be the podcast for you but I'm telling you that you have to be extremely especially in today with all that's going on you have to be careful about what you allow to enter into your sentiment. I'm not playing. Seriously. And for me, and on this podcast, we believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus died, rose again on the third day, and that he sits at the right hand of the Most High God in heaven. That's what I believe. I believe I serve a God who is omnipresent. Meaning he is everywhere 
at all times. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. That's who I believe. That's what I believe. And so when people come to me and they're talking about things that just make no sense at all, because I'm like, what if this, what if the moon burned out? What do you do? Like what? So what at that point do your, where does your, I don't even know what y'all be talking about. Cause I know people say something about the moon. Um, when it sets over the horizon, it's whatever y'all be talking about. But like, so what happens when? I believe in the creator, the God who created the moon. I don't need to worship the moon. I don't, uh, that's not why you're depressed. You depressed because you dancing with the devil and you think you got it figured out and then you don't got nothing figured out without Jesus Christ. And even with me knowing who Jesus Christ is, I still don't have it all figured out. Root yourself in the truth. It is imperative at this time to do exactly that. If you are a believer and you're listening to this podcast and you following me, we we here, we together, we both on the same page. Praise God, hallelujah. And again, I'm not saying all that I'm saying to bash anybody. No, not at all. Not at all. Maybe right now at this point in your life, you do believe in the moon and the sun and the stars and the way that the waves hit the ocean floor or or you do feel like crystals bring you peace um, or you rub some a belly of something and it brings you prosperity and money and growth or whatever. I'm not bashing you. I'm not here to bash you, but I am going to sprinkle some truth onto you because I'm not going to water down the gospel of God to preserve how anybody feels. I'm not doing that anymore. I can't do it. Sorry. I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe. And I'm here to tell you guys my testimony. Testimony sets people free. And that's what we're moving into right now. Your testimony is what, is, is what sets people free. What is testimony? Testimony is your story. Testimony is your experience. Because another thing that I'm starting to uh, notice in today's time is, and this is me speaking to the church. This is me speaking to people who actually believe and know better and don't do better. I'm I'm speaking to us, right? Um, I'm starting to realize that people aren't, people don't want to be a part of the body of Christ because it's confused. It will, Lord forgive me the body of christ is not confused sorry but the people who claim we as believers that we know who jesus is but our lifestyle might reflect something else it confuses an outsider looking in i'm coming to the realization that And let me just speak for myself from experience. This is before I was a believer. You could not talk to me about who God was if I didn't see you living for him. Those two things did not coincide. Those two things did not go hand in hand. I didn't see it. One of the things that is so hard being a follower of Jesus at the age of 24 is I want to live my youth, but I have to be cognitively aware of how I live my life because you don't want to lose witness or lose a witness you don't you don't you don't want people to be like girl you know Jesus where (laughs) you feel me like I'm constantly battling with that so this part of the podcast this is for the church I'm not talking to the people who don't believe 
because that's they have to get there first you, you we, we we have to get them to the water first before they can drink it right and so what i'm saying is i'm seeing that testimony is what sets people free so when i was depressed okay i'm just gonna speak from experience because can't nobody lie can't nobody say i'm lying don't tell me i'm lying about what i went through right speaking from experience when i was depressed i would have preferred somebody to have sat down next to me and said their testimony and told me you know what i've gone through exactly what you gone through let me tell you about it i'm getting so emotional about this because i didn't have that i just had a whole bunch of people telling me everything was going to be okay but not showing me how to get out I didn't have a me in my life. I wasn't at somebody's altar pouring out my soul to Jesus. I didn't even know who he was. I didn't have that. Had I had someone's testimony enter my sentiment, it would have made the fight a little bit easier. I'm not ashamed of what I've gone through. I'm not saying I want to go back in time and switch it. No, everything happens for a reason because I'm here today by the grace of God. And I'm grateful for that. And I thank the Lord for that. What I'm saying is, as believers of Christ, quit giving people this gummy bear, bubble gum, rainbows, and flower type message. No, people don't want to hear everything's going to be okay. People don't want to hear that when they're in the matrix, when they're when they're already at rock bottom. People don't want to hear that. They want to hear your testimony. They want to hear the dirty laundry. They want to hear what you've gone through. They want to hear how you got through it. They want to hear when you was down so bad. They want to hear when you was broke, when you was a prostitute, when you was a stripper, when you was a whoremonger, when you was cheating on your wife, when you was depressed, when you were bitter, when you were hateful because they can identify with that. Don't be ashamed. And y'all know I'm out here now, so I'm going to just sit out here. Don't be ashamed of your testimony because you never know who's listening to your testimony. My name is Aaliyah and I have survived suicide twice. I come from depression and I come from anxiety on a whole nother level. You don't even know. I used to be bitter and so hateful that I wanted everybody else around me to be bitter and hateful. And to be honest, I hated everybody when I was going through all of this. But God, you see, it. be honest with these people. Quit telling people, first of all, where we have to begin as people who believe, we have to stop judging people like we haven't been there ourselves. We have to stop judging people who might smoke a little bit of something. We have to stop judging people who might dance on the weekend and show up to church on Sunday. We have to stop judging the lost because the only way to get found is to be through Jesus. You know, all I, I, and this is, how do you, 
again, I'm speaking to believers. I'm speaking to the church right now. So we're all on the same one accord. That means that if you believe in Jesus, you believe in the Bible. Because if you don't believe in the Bible, then you do not believe in my Jesus. Because you can't believe in one part of him and not believe in all parts of him. If you believe in God, that means you believe in the Son. That means you believe in the Holy Ghost. That means you believe in the Bible because the Bible is his word. So I'm glad we're all on the same page. Boom. So we've all read the same Bible. I hope. I don't care what version, if it was New King James, if it was the, I don't care, amplified version, it all says the same thing. So we all clearly seen that Jesus, when he walked this earth, when he graced the, the, the earth that he walked with or sat with the tax collectors, he he was around the prostitutes. He was around, he healed the woman who had an issue of blood he forgave the thief on the cross right what was he trying to show us he clearly out of his own mouth said that he was not here for those who are not sick he said i'm here for those who are sick going back to when i said uh, depression and anxiety is a spirit uh, you can call it a spiritual sickness so that's who jesus was here for when he was here and and remember in the word it says that they didn't understand why are you claiming to be the son of god hanging out with the tax collectors and and, and the prostitutes and anything bad why are you sitting with it they didn't understand that and jesus clearly said why would i come and he said sick people don't need a hospital i mean i'm sorry he said People who are not sick don't need a hospital. The sick need a hospital. Jesus is the hospital. Baby, Jesus is whatever you want him to be. Except for uh, uh, you can't pimp him. Thank you. And so why is it that people who are believers and why is it that the church, see, the, the church has failed? Because why is it that we judge people? where they're at don't judge you never know what someone can come you never know what god can come do in someone's life you you never know it's your job to plant the seed it's that's our job as believers it's for us to stay because jesus jesus can fix anything literally why are we judging these people testimony testimony people people meet who meet jesus and forget where they came from and what they've gone through and matter of fact a lot of people who claim to know who jesus is still walking around stink still one of the reasons i didn't want to believe who jesus was is because i didn't understand how you could be preaching the gospel cheating on your wife i didn't understand it now Spiritually, I am mature enough to understand that I cannot tie my belief to man. My beliefs have to be tied to the Lord and the Lord alone. Um, But it is hard for people to acknowledge what God you serve if your lifestyle does not match up. And see, we as the church, we fail at that day in and day out. Because even if our lifestyle is parallel, I mean... Almost, because, I mean, we're not perfect, and no one's perfect, but other than God. But even if your talk is one way and your walk is the exact same way as your talk, ask yourself, am I judging this person? Can they, even if they see, maybe some people do see the Jesus on you, but they're you're unapproachable. 
because they know they can't come to you as who they are. The Lord says, come as you are. The Lord did not mean, because you know, people like to say, I don't got to get cute for church. The Lord said, come as I am. No, what he meant by that was come with, 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 uh, your, 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 your issues. He was saying, come with you, um, are addicted to drugs. Come. He said, come with you. You love women, young man. A lot of them, you can't even settle down to one. Come. He said, come young lady, you're broken. You're bitter. You're sad. So you out here selling your body. Yes, you, I want you. He said, come. He said, Aaliyah, come. You're depressed. You know, you're anxious all the time. You're angry. You hate everybody. You don't even believe in who I am. You come. Why? Because Jesus wants the sick. And it is our job as the church to lead the sick to the water, to the water of God, so that they can drink from something so perfect, something that can heal them from the inside out. That's why you can see a drug dealer. And then 20 years later, after he's met Jesus Christ, he can be a preacher. That's why. That's why Saul, before he was Paul, Saul was a murderer, but God, and then Saul, or Paul, excuse me, wrote pretty much the whole second half of the Bible. That's why your testimony, when I talk to people today, you know, I think somebody asked me, why did you want to, why did you, why did you write about such a sad moment in your life? I did a blog, how blogging changed my life or saved my life. And someone asked me, how, why? Like, why did you, this, that's, that was an intimate moment. Baby, it was. But someone's out there. There's a little girl just like me somewhere. There's a little boy just like me somewhere who needs to hear that because yes, God is beautiful and perfect and he's nothing but light and so many other things that I probably, I just can't even imagine right now. The human brain won't even let me see. Yes, he is. But please understand that when Jesus graced this earth with his own two feet, that he sat with people that were sick spiritually, that needed help. He sat with the murderers. He sat with the prostitutes. He sat, he, that, that's, that's the table. He wanted to sit at that table. He wanted to go to the darkest places on earth. Because he knew what he was here for. Why, where's that message? I don't get why the church leaves that part out. And then it's like when, when people do come to the church, we have to be careful of judging them where they're at. So what if when they walk into the doors and they smell like marijuana? Who cares? So what? Are they not in the right place? I'm here to tell you today, if you are listening to this, God can fix anything. Literally. So... This message was very right out the gate. And I apologize if it may have been too much for others. I'm not really sorry. Um, honestly, this is one of those sorry, not sorry moments. My prayer is that if you are a person battling whatever you're battling right now, and you're afraid to talk about it, that you give it to God. And even if you might not know who God is, my prayer for you is that he he finds you 
and not even necessarily that he's lost you it's just you've lost him but I hope you know that you're not alone and you're not the only one I mean it's clearly you can see it worldwide a few points I made today be able to identify what it is you're battling some things might be worldly issues but most things are definitely spiritual issues be able to to be rooted in something that's the truth watch what you allow to enter your sentiment not all um not all counsel is good counsel as believers as people who attend the church and all of that stop judging people where they are and instead be able to have some empathy sympathy's cute or whatever but to me sympathy is you without your testimony but empathy is you with your testimony remind people that they can come to Jesus as they are I thank you all so much for listening to the first episode ever of Shades of J season two. Um, again, I know that that was a very probably all over the place word or um, episode. But seriously, if you have any questions or anything, please feel free to visit us. Uh, we are on Instagram at Shades of J. You can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. This will release all over on different platforms. Um, You can find us over on Facebook at Shades of J again. I do not have anything else, but please reach out if you have any questions. If you just maybe you want to talk, you know, I am here. I love y'all. I thank you. Welcome back to Shades of J. And until next time, y'all have a good one.